Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This show is a phonic media production. It's been a little while in the making, but it is finally here. It's the first ever episode of Business Marriage! (laughs) (laughs) I've just seen your notes. I've not seen that. Turn that over. Turn that over, or I'm just going to. The, the phrase loud pissing the whole time. Oh. Hello and welcome. <laughs> Strong way to start. Welcome to the first ever episode of Business Marriage with me, James Burt, and my beautiful wife, Hayley Afri Burt. I wanted to introduce yourself oh, there. Yeah, you? sorry. My beautiful wife, Hayley Afri Burt. Because the first time you're like, Hayley Afri Burt. It's a bit of a mouth with Anyway, uh, me and Hayley, we've got a couple of businesses, a couple of kids, and we wanted to make this a really open and transparent podcast. Business and marriage combined, because it's not all beer and skittles it's not all unicorns and rainbows sometimes shit gets tough and we wanted to pull back the iron curtain behind i hate it what that iron curtain pull back the iron curtain that's a fake like people say that i don't care don't use it i hate it pull back the words pull back just make me just feel you're thinking pull out you're thinking pull out no i'm not (laughs) thinking that i'm thinking i don't know what i'm thinking you're thinking definitely thinking what does pull back the iron curtain actually mean it's a reference to the soviet union in the 70s i'm listening to a brilliant podcast about that at the moment and they've took the first ever mcdonald's in oh what a show anyway anyway don't want to use that the iron curtain i've said it we're pulling back the Iron Curtain. We're pulling back your curtains and revealing <laughs> that everything happen much. that is underneath. The, it's been a long time since that's happened in this house. <laughs> How old's our second kid? About two and a half? Yeah. It's been about two and a half years since we pulled back oh, your curtains. As is. Ah, we're not, we're, this is not no, what this it's podcast not what it's is about. about. Anyway, no. um, on this podcast, we are really hoping to reveal what it's actually like to run businesses, what it's like to have kids, what it's like to... This is the stuff that everyone goes through, right? It's the stuff that maybe. You're having a challenge with if you've got your own business or maybe you're trying to start your own like side hustle. Maybe just some of those days where you're like, oh my God, by nine o'clock in the morning, I'm already fucking exhausted because yeah. just getting those little rat bags out of the house and get them to school without having a colossal Magnum 15 meltdown is not possible. Then we are your friend. Yes. Your colleague a bit of escapism should we say escapism with a few learnings and lessons from our own journey yeah and that's the thing obviously we've both got our own businesses and so yeah people who are running their business hopefully there'll be things that you can resonate with but also even if you like you know you've got a job I just think like just life in general with you know trying to hold down a career a job look after kids if you've got children or just like run a house and just live and survive and I think there's just so much that we can share and hopefully people will find it relatable and maybe funny maybe funny hopefully yeah I think one of the other reasons we want to make this is because there's lots of really really good 
couple podcasts. Oh my god, and so I, and many. I really like it. But what you often hear, because a lot of them, because of them having a profile, yeah, they're celebrity yeah. podcasts. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, so we're just going to tell you what's going on in our life. I'm thinking, but you've got millions of quid in the bank. You've got a fucking staff of nannies, wet nannies. Wet, is it a wet nanny? No, a wet nanny. I'd love a wet nanny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, it's a wet nurse. That is just or a nanny. weird. Or, a, or like, you know, staff and all that kind of stuff. You I know, see someone my mum later. Does, yeah, hello. I'm going to call a wet nanny when I see her. Awful. <laughs> when I see her later. Awful. She's going to listen to this podcast. She might be the only person who does she listen might. to this podcast. She might. But um, yeah, so we wanted to just be two average Joes and Joannes average Joes and, and Joannes what it actually takes to run a business yeah. because we're both through, going through different stages of business we are we started businesses out of necessity rather than like oh I follow my dream yeah and my goal and my aspirations fuck it wasn't like that do you know all. what though one of my goals and aspirations has been to have a podcast with James Congratulations, you made and it. And I have to say you thank you to his um, adoring community um, through the Winners Club. I think that's stretching it a little bit I'm too far. If I'm allowed to do a little plug there. Because it was on an interview that I actually publicly announced that I had this idea that I wanted to do a podcast with James. And I knew if I announced it that the feedback would be, you got to do it. And James fell into my trap because he was like, if I get... 50 people. 50 people that say yes to me doing a podcast with my wife, then I'm going to do it. And we got like over 100 or something. So here we are. Here we are. There's also, there's one person who we should give a shout out because she would definitely be listening. Lovely Grace. Oh, yeah. Lovely Grace has always said that. She said there's like, got to should... be something with the Burts. The, yeah, something Building with the Building brands with the Burts. Yeah, she was like, it should be a TV show or something. So she messaged me the other day. She went, oh, it's my, my dream is one step closer oh. with the podcast. So Grace. This shout is, out to Grace. Shout out to Grace. This is partly your fault. Right, before we go into today's subject yep. of the podcast, we're going to be yep. talking about surrounding yourself with the right people and why that's so powerful. But yep. I think in order to understand why we know from lived experience that it's so important, we need to go back. We need, we need to go, to go way back. back. We need to go all the way back to the beginning and we need to summarise how we've got to here. Not like... So like when we, from when story. we met. So from when we met from to how we, we got to, here. Yeah. But we need, we've got to think, right, this podcast is supposed to be fun, punchy. I yeah. mean, it will get deep sometimes and it will get, you know, we don't... Ain't been a while, been a while since we've been <laughs> deep. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. How, what's that? What is that? <laughs> no. Just that no. wasn't it. Try to do it. No. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. Rather than dragging on getting boring like we can do, I think we should have a challenge. I've got got a challenge. Have you got 60 seconds on the clock? Yeah. So we need to give the story of how we met right through to... You you do your version, I'll do my version, but you've only got 60 seconds to summarise 17 years of our life together. Oh, so we're going to do it separately, Separately. like a challenge. Okay. You ready? Oh, wow, hang on. 60 seconds. Okay, I might get dates wrong, just as a disclaimer, because I'm rubbish with dates. What year did we get married? 2012. See, I know that. Third of November. What day did we get together? First time ever. Fourth of January. How do you know that? Because I just revealed it in the kitchen over did lunch. Did you? I don't know. I didn't listen. What year did we get together? Hang on. 2006 officially. Okay. Hey. You, you've heard right. Anyway. Okay. okay. 30 second. seconds. 60 seconds. And we're doing it separately. Yeah. So hang on. Why are you talking about my journey? No, our journey. Oh, why are we both doing it? Because see who gets more accurate. Okay. Don't argue with me. I'm the podcast guy. Right, go. 
We met in 2004 on a training course when we worked as reps for Thomas Cook as entertainers. We then fell in love and it was after working there that we went on a few horrendous dates where James was extremely drunk, but for some reason I gave in and that was it. Right, you've... I'm sorry, I'm stopping this. You've only got 60 seconds to tell our entire 17-year life yeah. story. And you spent seven of those seconds slagging me off for getting drunk on a couple of days. I mean, that was a massive chunk of our life together, of you being drunk. Yeah, I will go there with they... the stories of the nights where I've had to literally bring you home. Yeah, I'm going to say bring you home from London because you used to get so drunk and yeah, I had to okay. get people, strangers, to help me get you off the train. So yeah, that is a massive part of our life together. I didn't realise that you held so much of a grudge. Yeah. So now do I go back to the beginning yeah. or do I continue from where I was? Um, you can continue from where you were. You've now only got 30 seconds. Oh, no, okay, you can carry on. Go from where you were. I was drunk a lot of the time. So nah, he's drunk nah, nah, nah. a lot of the time. Anyway, we fell in love. We stayed together. We then went well, in. How, what do you mean we stayed together? As <laughs> if it was ever on the cards that we weren't staying together. Because I, you know, can't bother to look for anyone else. Stayed together. We were living together by this point, for the drunken era. It's not like we were just like having a bit. Okay. Like, okay. Like, now we're living dating. together. Continue. Right. Jesus Christ. This is not going to James went on a journey of 30 different jobs through radio, right. player... Oh, my goodness. Are you just going to slag me off for 60 seconds here? Yeah. Some... Well, That's pretty journey. much what this right. podcast Fuck is going to be. just carry on now, whatever. Whatever happens, happens. <laughs> yeah, many different jobs. He works in radio... PR, he's out of his own uh, plug-in company for new bands and artists, whilst I had a steady job bringing in a good salary, working in theatre promotions and then artist management. After I hated that job, no, something happened that I left, we had our own property company that we ran um, with 100 tenants and we hated it. It was running um, properties across South East London. And then I left, we had a child, and then James set up a coaching business that went absolutely epic, but the people that he worked with were absolute twats, can I say that? I've said it, and we hated it, so here we are, we then gave that up, then the world went fucking crazy, everyone went into lockdown, so we thought, hey, why not set up our own businesses, James set up his podcast agency after bloody talking about it for about 10 bloody years, and I decided to actually start charging for my hobby slash skill set, and I set up my own branding and design agency, Orange Lamb. Oh my god, wow, that was epic! Very good. Oh, very we had good. another child. I missed that <laughs> bit. But that was also. But to be fair, that was also in lockdown. So like, George is like his whole birth and like him coming into the world is a little bit of a blur. He might hear this one day. Good, and it was a blur. The world was crazy. Poor little George. Poor little he, forgotten George. Do you know what? George is like solid. He's fine. He's a fucking He maniac. don't care. He yeah. don't care. He's, He's all right. Tough, tough I thought I did kid. quite well. You oh, did. come then. Your turn. No, I think Do you know what? Th- no, no. Let's do yeah. it. Do you know what I'm going to... Do you know what I'm not going to do? I am just going to let you talk, which is rare. I'm not going to talk over you. So I'm going to sit here for 60 seconds. Are you ready? Yeah. Go. So the story of Hayley and James. Uh, James met a girl called Hayley. I was just a little girl called Hayley. That sounds so weird. Can't start. Seriously. I'm starting again. Seriously. <laughs> just, yeah, don't say that. Start again. Uh, in 2004, James and Hayley met for the first time ever. James's eyes saw Hayley's across the room and he said, God, you're fit. And she said, and? You're a dickhead. Literally the first engagement we ever had with each other. Anyway, we met each other on a training course and really got on well. But Hayley had a boyfriend who we think might or might not be gay. But um, I had a girlfriend who actually was, um, well, she was lovely, but it was never ever going to work out. We ended up. 
We ended up getting together. Hayley's obsessed with me. The lights went off in this, in this bar one night. And she definitely, definitely was about an inch away from like either having a grab of something or having a little snog. Anyway, we ended up going off and working separately. But then we came back together and we fell in love with each other. In 2006, the 3rd of January 2006, I asked to my girlfriend. She oh. said yes. 4th of January 2006. <laughs> I was to be my girlfriend and she said yes. We then lived together, but she went and tried to get away from me by going and get a job abroad again. I followed her like, like a little lovesick puppy and ended up getting a job as a Tom Jones tribute act, even though I don't sound like Tom Jones uh, and have no skills around Tom Jones. I'm just going to play the theme music again. We came back from working abroad and then at that point in time, we decided we were going to live together. We lived together and apparently, according to Hayley, I was drunk for most of our sort of formative years of being a couple and I was having issues and she had to drag me off trains every Friday, which is kind of accurate, but I didn't realise how much of it she'd held on to and resented. Anyway, um, in that time, I've had 30-odd jobs, which Hayley likes to remind me of very, very frequently. She was steadfast. I was a fucking idiot. I tried to be a radio presenter, a rock star. None of those things worked out. I decided eventually to launch podcasts, at which point I found my calling in life. We had various businesses. We had an Amazon like white labeling business. <laughs> you can't do that. It's the job that I do now. Cruel motherfucker. Uh, we had an Amazon white selling business. We had a property management company with 93 tenants um, uh, across a load of properties, which we hated. Uh, started making a load of money in the coaching business. Realised that I was working with two uh, morally corrupt individuals. I left that business. Lockdown came and then we had no money. So we decided to launch two separate businesses, which have now gone on to be um, multiple six-figure businesses, which has done quite well. And that is the story of Haley and James. Oh, that felt good. That was good. Do you know what? Better. I'll give you that. Normally, when we do that kind of journey, yes. it goes on for about an hour and a half, and I get to a point where I'm like, I'm so fucking bored. I don't know if I'm right, bored of listening to our journey let's or. Tell everyone what actually happened. Okay, what actually happened was the first episode was going to be like an intro into us and, yeah, like why we're here now doing this podcast. And we filmed it for an hour and 15 minutes and got to the end and both went, that was boring. <laughs> So that's why we decided, do you know what, let's just wrap it up in 60 seconds. And do you know what, we both did it in, so like, okay, maybe a bit more than 60 seconds, but even three minutes. But you've got a And you can flavor. do a lot in three minutes. You can. Right? You can do a it lot twice in three can happen minutes. In fr- exactly. <laughs> you so can. There you go. We've just proven that. There you go. But hopefully you get a flavour for what this podcast flavor. is all about. Flavour. I don't never, know why that. Flavour. What even is that? I don't know. You're thinking so, of the Craig Davis song, Tell Me What's My Flavour. Which doesn't what's have your flavour? Tell me what's your flavour. So basically, the idea of this podcast, as I said, I've got my wicked way with James. Ha ha. And not in, not in, not in a good way. Don't do the thing. Don't do it. I need to, I need like a, I need something. So the idea is that, it's going to be, there'd be like kind of different segments. So we're going to always obviously give you a round of what's going on in our lives through the business, personal, family, but also we're going to have some fun, aren't we, James? We are. So this week we're going to be focusing on a subject of talking about how we surround ourselves with the right people. And it's an important reason and why we had to give you like the little synopsis of our journey up until this point is because we've been around a lot of the wrong people. 100%. Who might have felt like the right people at the right time but quickly became the wrong people at yeah. the right time. So we've gone through a bit of a journey yeah. and a process with that. And we just thought each week, why not have a bit of a subject that we can just focus on and then hopefully it will help you if you're at that kind of stage in your journey as well in business or life. And also this week, as it's Valentine's Day, we have got a very special segment called 10 Things I Hate About You. Oh, I thought you were going to announce it. Sorry, have I given it away? It's fine. As it's Valentine's Day, you know, a lot of people will be out there putting those posts on Facebook oh, I love you so much buying a rose looking into each other's eyes saying I'm I love so you so connected. much we're so connected thank I'm you just for so everything happy. you do for us and our family I'm grateful for you 
But again, we want to be honest and transparent on this podcast. And sometimes you get on my tits. So we're going to share sometimes. 10 things that we hate about each other yeah. as an opposition to the yeah. Hallmark card bullshit that's on social yeah. media today when you're listening yeah. to this podcast. So all those people Hala. that are just wanting, looking at their loved ones and just thinking, I you do. piss me off. But I do, before we go into that, because oh. it's probably going to get raw. Oh, God, you... <laughs> Oh, it's not going to get raw. But I actually, like, I really, like, oh, genuinely, I really love you. So I think, cringe. No, no, but I, like, you are, like, my best friend. Like, we have such a laugh. You're my best friend. Like, you really, like, oh, sometimes. That was, that was a bit lispy, that was a bit sorry. Um, but, so, before anyone's like, oh, these two are just not very nice oh, to each other. We, we do. do. We love each other. You're holding your own hand. <laughs> <laughs> what, are you do- what are you doing, baby shark? Don't, don't touch me now, it's got weird. No, we do, we do. Jokes are so- we've always had a bit of a jokey relationship. I was so joking. So when I met James back in 2004. When I was a drunk. No, it was 2005, sorry, on a training course when we worked for Thomas Cook. He was like what you call the joker. You know that fun guy Jack who the just... Lad. Jack the lad. but just you were so funny. Geezer. You had like no care in the world, Thanks but not days, in an bro. arrogant way, just very friendly and, but was also very switched on and like very what's the word like really determined and i just thought you were great mm. obviously over the years life grinds you down <laughs> and that fun side that spark in your eyes gets trampled yeah. out yeah it like does a, it does like a fleet so of horses. we are best friends and we do have a lot and actually sometimes i think to myself oh my god if people saw how we actually act in the house like sometimes i don't know it could just be the afternoon and we're whack on the music really loud and we'd just be like dancing in the living room like last week we actually did a whole performance to George and Louis our two children who are two and now six we did a whole performance of like contemporary dance and singing and their little faces were like oh my god this is magical but we look like like quite an emotional little kid though isn't he he was like oh this is this is incredible they're so connected and George was like you two it was twats. so funny, and, and I do sometimes. I think, face. how many people just like burst into full-on choreograph routine and dancing? We still got it. Based on TikTok, more people than you think. Oh, okay, fair enough. There you go. There you go. Anyway, not that but different. Anyway, so we are going to talk about business and marriage, life and family, the realities, the highs, the lows, the lessons to learn. As we mentioned a minute ago, we are growing a couple of businesses that we're involved in. Um, we're at different stages with those businesses. Um, I'm in the process of taking on staff and sort of trying to scale it up into something substantial. Um, you are in the process of still being working by yourself, but being super busy and super profitable. So basically, uh, as a summary, Hayley has less staff and more money in her pocket. I have more turnover, more headache, more people, and I'm poor as fuck. So we're going to talk <laughs> about the pros and the cons of business yeah, um, and all that kind of good stuff as well. And uh, yeah, we're going to have a little bit of fun along the way. So business, marriage, podcast. Let's start a business, shall we? Oh, yeah. Oh, I like it. I thought you liked this one. It's very like Pulp Fiction-esque yeah. or, or maybe Austin Powers. Maybe a little bit of both. Hmm. What do you think I of it? I just sort of <laughs> I just thought of Liz Hurley then with her robot boobs. Boob guns. Yeah. Would you say I'm more Pulp Fiction or Austin Powers? Oh, definitely Austin Powers. Yeah. You want to be Pulp Fiction, but you're definitely Austin Powers. That is you know me so well. What about me? That is so me. You are more raggy dolls than anything. Raggy doll? <laughs> do you remember raggy dolls? Then scratty old dolls. <laughs> I mean, I've had two kids, but to be fair, like, it's all right down there for now. That's why I can't have another. Is that what you mean? No! You're thinking baggy. (laughs) 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 Why do you sweat myself? (laughs) I wasn't 
I was thinking right because I remember us before talking on a podcast when I said (laughs) that I couldn't have any more children because it would be like an old rag down there. Why would it be like a rag? Well, I don't know. You know, you get battered (laughs) when you have children. It gets battered. Rags don't get battered. Whatever. <laughs> Let's do. move away from it. Your... <laughs> Think if you go look at I'm the pressed... chamois lever in my car, that is battered. That oh, is actually, battered. if I held that up on the side of it, I could see the similarities. Dry, um... lifeless. <laughs> <laughs> Confessions of a business marriage. No? Oh. Confessions of a marriage. It's definitely a segment we're oh, going to have on. I have to, The we? real life. Oh. Anyway, we're talking about... Oh. Business is the first section we're going to cover off today on the podcast. And again, going back to the point of surrounding yourself with with the the right right people. people. And we've spoken about our love as well, which is a nice sort of like, we surround ourselves, we're very supportive of one another. And I think when we set up our businesses, it was really key because you're going to know like if you're in the trenches setting up a business maybe in the infancy years I guess any years though of running a business it's tough and tough mentally tough like actually just finding your feet with it you know your services the all the the clients you're attracting and the things with me and James where we've been so lucky and I think that's probably another reason we wanted to do this podcast because we are quite unique in a way that we've both been each other's biggest supporters so we've like been there to have those conversations to inspire one another to almost hold each other accountable and I think that was a massive plus for us running our business um I don't think you could do it without that could you no, I mean, so it's more difficult if you didn't have yeah that and it's support. it's like now for example with like the kids obviously if you've got children, you understand like they, they start school and it's fantastic, but then you've got like the school run. So when you're running a business, like your day might start at half nine and then it might finish at like three o'clock. So you've got to go and get the kids. And the reality is you don't get everything done. I'm a nightmare when it comes to time management, which is definitely a subject we're covering another episode. But so a lot of evenings I'll be like catching up on work now because James gets it and he's in the same position like there's never any we don't get annoyed at each other like but no. I've heard before you know like when someone maybe like they're employed but they're thinking of starting a new business and they start like suddenly their mind shift change their mindset shifts and I've seen it before like when people start kind of learning a new skill or like setting up a new business the partner if they don't get it can be a bit of a battle it can be it can almost like not hold them back because I guess the partner wants good for them but they don't get it it well yeah I guess it could hold them back or it can set that kind of rift of like well you're not doing this or I need you to do this whereas with me and you people fear change don't they people fear change you know we've got mates who've said to me oh you've changed yeah well yeah yeah, you do. Because life is about evolving and growing. And yeah, it's not about yeah, yeah. Like, getting rid of life. Because one of the things I hate when you listen to people who are sort of like on that personal... Because mm. there's people who've been through the personal development journey who or who are on it and those that aren't. Yeah. And quite often the narrative is, well, those people who are not on the journey, get rid of them. Yeah. Like, that's just fucking bollocks. No, I think you that's just have bollocks. different people for different re- like for different reasons. So yeah. like in business, for example... of your life, yeah. don't they? So like James and I, our businesses have been running the same amount of time, but it's very different setup. So me at the minute, it's literally me. Like I'm just coming to the point where I might bring someone in, whereas James has got a team of, there's like four of you, isn't there? Yeah. And so we've got completely different experience. We were talking about like the importance of surrounding yourself with the right people. So James is now at that point where it's more about having the right people in the right seats in regard to your staff. Yeah. 
And that's been quite a journey for you to mm. find those people as well. Because it's like, you're a bit of like, you know... Pog, I'm a lone pog, wolf as well, to be yeah, fair. Yeah, you, you're, you're not in a bad way. Like, weirdly, you're an amazing communicator in the world of like communication as what you do. Like, you know what I mean? But actually, it's like a manager communicator. Fucking terrible. Absolutely shit. Yeah. No offence. Well, well a bit harsh. Um, Someone took so, it from my team. No, but seriously, that has been a massive steep learning curve and that's what I'm saying because we're both on this journey like so I've got a coach can I I can shout out the name so I I coach with um, with a fantastic um, lady called Lucienne Shakir did you forget Um, her name then no, I was going to sort of give her a bit of, bit of an intro, but I was like, no, just go go check her out. She's amazing. But it, on it, no, but seriously, like it, it's changed my life. And the things that I'm learning through coaching, I'm then like sitting down with James and saying, I'm reading this book. It's called Traction. It's amazing. Like you should read it because there's a really big section on it about your team, how you should empower your team, have like these team meetings and then you go and do it, don't you? Not mm. like because I've told you, but that's what's amazing is that we're on this journey together and we're sort of like helping and supporting one another but you've you've like lucked you've like hit gold with the guys that you've got in your team because they're they're like epic aren't they yeah it's interesting what you said went to start saying there that you've lucked out i haven't lucked out. no it's been fucking hard work yeah but it but an element of fortune as well because i have and sam shout out to sam who'll be editing this episode he can attest to the fact that we didn't always get it right uh, because he was there when i've Bought people in and sacked them before the end of the week. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that. A couple of them as well. Yeah, like three of them. What's the what's the phrase? The phrase. The phrase. <laughs> what's Higher the phrase? Slow, fire fast. That's the one. Um, and that's very very true. But again, when you go from the theory of hiring and firing people to the reality of it, it's very very different. Yeah. Especially like you, you listen. To, I've got mates who we, we, yeah, we've got mates who run different size companies. One of my pals has got a company. You know, does thirty million quid a year. He's got a thousand staff. So hearing about like four people in an office in Ilford is fucking insignificant. Yeah, 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 He's got yeah, yeah. admin teams that are bigger yeah. than that for just one arm of his business. But when it's the first time you've grown something like that, so we, I've mentioned, you you mentioned a minute ago, I used to have a coaching business which did very well financially but didn't need staff because yeah. it only required an exchange of time for money. Yeah. And people go, oh, I mean, you should never exchange time for money but if you exchange your time for the right money, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's worth it. It's still yeah, yeah. be worth it. But that business didn't require anything. So I've always looked at it and gone, well, hang on a second. I did six figures on my own. Yeah. Like personal income, cash in my pocket. Well, not cash in my pocket because then the taxman asked for 14 grand of it back. <laughs> Lesson for another day. Um, but I didn't need any people yeah, yeah. to do that. So why on earth am I going to get to a business where it's now, you know, doing a couple of hundred grand a year and I need four of us. Yeah, yeah. Like, Jesus Christ, this doesn't make any sense. But it's just the next evolution of, of the journey. Yeah, that yeah. Makes sense. We have to learn and grow. Mm. And again, it kind of comes back to the point of, the power of surrounding yourself with the right people because now I have got the right people around the business but equally I've got people who are outside of the business who can guide me on who needs to come in next yeah yeah because I've really tried to be mindful recently to bring the lads who work with me on the journey at, at, at the moment if that yeah makes sense. yeah I've got a team manager audio and video editor and a content creation person and we now talk about right I need to get an admin because yeah. really there's a lot of like logistics there's a lot of yeah, moving yeah. parts now I need an admin and I probably need a booking agent to come in and do yeah. podcast PR services. So I probably need two or three more staff, but instead of me, normally I'd work in isolation, go, I'm going to go and get this person. Yeah. I've actually said to the lads, who do we need in next? Yeah. Who's the next person? And when you hear them talking now, so this is January at the time of recording, they're already talking about who's going to win the awards at the end of the year. I love it. I love it. And when you've got people who are sort of new to, and I've got quite a young team yeah, as well, yeah. when it's sort of like they're early in their career, yeah, then be able to forecast themselves being somewhere for 12 months. That's yeah. quite a long time. 
But it gives you that stability. But like I met them at an event recently and I was like, I can just feel that you're creating that sort of the people you've got working within your business. You've all got that kind of, do you know, like similarities in your kind of personalities. And I think that's so important, like to just be with people that you can bounce off obviously lead but also that have got like the same I guess drive as well as you or like have people for different skill sets for example and the thing is like with me and that's where you know if you are you know we keep saying about if you're starting out but I guess I'm saying that because that's where we're at so we're I guess we can relate to that more and you know like for example coaching there are a lot of coaches out there now and some people think like oh you know like do I need it do I not like you don't necessarily have a coach but you have someone who is like an advisor right who would help you in certain decisions and for me you know when I started out so like my biggest thing you know like I don't know if we joked in this episode it was another one I used to say I'm a working girl like but I say career girl and so I used to whatever job I had I kind of worked my way up the ladder and not even realizing I, I was doing it but I'm a massive like I will go above and beyond, won't I, for other people? And that was an issue when I started my business because suddenly I had to go above and beyond just for myself. And that felt really weird because in every job that I had, I had like a boss or, you know, like someone who would give me the recognition, which made me go, oh, that feels so great. And I'm going to work even harder. So when I set up on my own, that was a real challenge because who's going to give me that recognition? Obviously, I get it from my clients when I produce a piece of work and they go, oh, this is great, but it's, who's going to give me that recognition, that drive throughout. So yeah. not just like on the end transaction. And that's why I ended up getting in, getting a coach because I didn't, I always said to you, didn't I? I really like the idea of having a coach. Like I've been really into personal development and I've been to so many events, but the problem is you write all this great stuff down and then you leave and then mm. you don't do anything with it. So anyway, James introduced me to- but Also, um, you never found a good female coach. A good I female think, coach, yeah. the coaches that we knew because we- done coaching qualifications yeah. that's a world that i was in specifically yeah we majority of them 95 percent of them were, were yeah guys. they were they were and there's nothing wrong with a guy having a female having a male coach yeah but they're saying like energetically you needed that feminine energy yeah which i didn't even you. know so again that's actually a point that i wasn't even gonna make but that is quite interesting is that i'm someone who like most of my friends were guys i've always grown up around guys now in later life, I say I have got a lot more female friendships, haven't I? Um, yeah, I have that, actually, but yeah. the importance of having, yeah, that female energy has been amazing. But Jane's put me in touch with Lucienne and we spoke and within five minutes, it was like she literally could see right through everything I was saying. And she just, it's like someone holding up a mirror and going, these are all the bad negative things you're basically telling yourself. And they're not true. And we need to almost like work through them. So I've had this like coach and the reason I'm saying it is that if you're on your own and you're at like this phase where, you know, I'm like I say, I'm only now thinking about bringing someone in and I've been running it for like, what, over two years now. Mm. If you don't have people around you that are there to like support you, whether that's a coach or whether it's just like, maybe you've got a friend who's also maybe, you know, on an entrepreneurial journey that you could just like meet up at a coffee shop, even if it was once a month to have like brainstorming or like keep each other on track, someone who can keep you accountable. Like it has been integral to where I am in my 
business. Oh, it's changed it entirely, hasn't it? And it's like, like I say, my friends are incredible. Don't get me wrong. They're like really supportive. And one of my best friends, she's got her own business. And like, we have like a great combo of like business and then like obviously like normal friendship. And it's fantastic. We support each other. But if I didn't like having other people through like coaching then I've surrounded myself with other people who are all on the same journey as me they're they're also all women but they're all setting up their own businesses and it's like oh my god suddenly you just immerse yourself around people that are all facing the same challenges as you and you also realize that everyone's in the same boat like everyone's going through this stuff everyone's going maybe through this podcast this. is going to be the thing that kind of like gives you that yeah little maybe bit of- sort of contentment or you knowing that there's a community of other people that are going on the same journey yeah but like definitely I say, having even if you do work by yourself and I've had a bit of a weird journey on, on, with that regard because I've always had great people around me who've been like mentors or peers but they've been my mate as well yeah yeah so I wonder but you actually stepping out and having a paid for coach yeah yeah which is not a small price tag I mean it's, it's insignificant compared to what it gives yeah, you yeah yeah 100% um, is she giving us a commission? We're saying, well, there's nice I things about I don't know. Yeah, maybe I'll just give her a ring. In advance. But I think there's something so powerful about that. Whereas I would be pig-headed. I would just keep going and going and going. Yeah. But actually, someone who's been on a different path or can see stuff from a different perspective yeah. can, like you say, hold the mirror up or shine the torch and go, just do that shit there. Yeah. I just think, like you say, surrounding yourself with people and being aware of the people that you spend time with now. You always hear that saying, don't you? Like, oh, if there's people that drain your energy and you're negative, like cut them off. I mean, you're pretty good at cutting people off. But, I love it. Um, but it's not always that easy. But there is also something to be said for just being aware of those mm. people that can be a bit of a drain. Um, but just like, yeah, putting yourself around the people that, I don't know, I guess like give you that sort of drive a bit yeah. more. Like make you... for the right reasons yeah, as well. There's so yeah, yeah. Oh, like, like the ne- the networking. Yeah, who will just fucking turn up to the opening of an envelope for the sake of it. I'm busy. Who yeah. are busy for 100%. the sake of being busy? It's not are, a... Yeah. Who are never actually getting an outcome. Who are never getting any further. Yeah. It's almost like a rocking chair. There's yeah. a lot of movement, but you're not going anywhere. Yeah, it's like... And there's other people who are... Sorry, just the final point on this. You know, that, that whole analogy. Oh, you know, look at the average people, average of the five people you spend the most time with. And that will show you like your future or your net worth or your net worth is your, your net work is your net worth. I fucking hate that. Yeah, phrase. I hate but it. But it is true to an extent. But yeah. people who go into situations, I know plenty of these as well, who go into situations around a load of rich people because we you know we live in a nice area, mm. got a lot of rich people around us. We've got some friends who do very well for themselves financially. But I'm friends with those people. We're friends with those people because of the person they are. Yeah. Not because of the shit yeah, that yeah. they've got. Yeah, 100%. And also, you just. You can see those clingers who are like, yeah. oh, I'm going to go and knock about that rich person for the sake of it. It's yeah. Like, why? What it's more, like you say, it? just like people that, I guess, like, I don't know, like influence you in a positive way. You know, I've always really struggled with this as well. Like, so, you know, you often get asked a question like, who do you look up to? Like, who's in your field that you'd like want to be like? Does that make sense? I can't answer it. I mm. cannot answer it because I just, I'm not one of those, and it's not in like, oh, because I'm so great. Like, I just it's don't. so unique, guys. No, but I don't because I realise I relate to people on a, such a real level that I can't put people on a pedestal. I just don't do it. And it's funny. It's like, I don't know, like just that whole like surrounding yourself with the right people. So for me, I've had to like, by actually being on the ground and connecting with real life people, like they've become my in- They've become my influence and my inspiration. So to wrap this up in this section, we're talking obviously about surrounding yourself with the right people. And I think the key takeaways are when you're running a business, if you're employing staff, it's about making sure you've got the right people in the right seats. Okay. 
growing the right culture, etc. I think that's something we can talk about another time. If you're on your that own... That starts from day one, by the way. It does start from day one. And that is a big lesson for me as well. If you're running your own business, you're a bit of a solo, find someone that you can have an accountability partner with or someone that you can, you know, like maybe you know a couple of people setting up their own business. You can go and meet in a coffee shop once a month and have that kind of brainstorm or just bounce off each other's energy or go and find someone who like is a professional and can actually help you in that field. There's something so powerful about that. People who pay, pay attention. I've had I've had so many people that you've dished out of you know I've got if I go and do like consultancy stuff it's fifteen hundred quid a day plus VAT yeah and people will happily not happily pay it but people will begrudgingly pay that fee yeah. I've had mates who I will give the same information to and they do fuck all with it yeah and some people have blown up what they're doing through that information some people have done nothing with it so people who pay pay attention so I, I love what you're saying about going to the coffee shop or finding out one person that is such the first step you should take yeah but if you have got it within your budget if you can do it. If you're setting it up as a business, by the way, then all the business money is not your personal money and yep. you're either going to give it to the tax man or you're going to give it to somebody else. So Very I'd true. Say, go and invest in a coach. And I'll tell you what, sat here at the end of January, giving it to the tax man feels painful. Yeah. So get around the right people, whether it be in your personal life, in your professional life, whether that is through friends and acquaintances or whether that is through actually paying money. I think it's super powerful. Like it. Like it. Let's get on to Family. I didn't know what that jingle was going to be. I Did mean, you I like, like it? it. It feels a bit like... A bit like GMTV. Yeah, but a bit Hi more like... Hi there, I'm Eamon Holmes and she's Raquel Welsh. I don't watch it. I've got to be <laughs> honest. I don't watch any normal telly. Who's Raquel Welsh? Raquel Welsh. Oh, she was in the yeah. Coronation Street. No. Went for a different Wrong program. Person. Anyway. Family. Family. So we talk What's about business on? and marriage. It's easy to stick on the same subject of business. This is the other thing, though. When you do run a business, you've got to be careful that you don't... That it doesn't become all-consuming. Especially when you're running two things, because sometimes, like for us, if we, if we said, right, let's have a date night, what would we talk about? Work. Exactly that. And if we but said, you're if we pretty boring. Work, I mean, what else would we talk about? That is true. Whereas you are fascinating. <laughs> I am so fascinating. So But fun. to be fair, that is quite true. And we often do say that. Um, we're so... We enjoy our work so much and we also enjoy just the learning of the industry we're in or learning on like personal development I know I'm laughing because I've got a few friends that are like oh you're those people that always put like quotes on you know the people that always put quotes on social I'm like yeah I am that people I am that person um but sometimes we do laugh that like right let's just not talk about work and then it's like so actually one of the things that we do want to do like moving forward if anyone actually listens um is we thought it'd be a really good thing because we do struggle as a married couple to find time to make each other priority and as I say often we'll be working evenings we'll literally go up to bed and it'd be like see you at night and then you'll be up early the next day to go to work and we're just like ships that pass in the night so we thought what a great thing as we move forward that maybe once a month we could get you the listeners to um, come up with a date, date night, night suggestions um, for us to do and yes. the hope is that we eventually people will say hey come and have a date at our restaurant or come and have a date here and um, we'll get things for free. Or random stuff. Oh, is that why you want to do it? <laughs> yeah, I'm, like, yeah, I'm, we'll I'm hoping it's going to be like, someone goes, do you know what you should do? Like an aeronautics lesson and we have to go in the back end of a, like a fast jet plane. I will not do it. Go if the listener asks us to do it. No. My commitment, guys. I mean, I'll go, if, but... You're going in a plane. If someone says you've got to go in a plane, you've got to go in a plane. If someone says put your hand in a hot fire, would you do it? 100%. A hot fire. <laughs> 
hot fire, just a fire. I hate hot fires. I like cold <laughs> fires, but I don't like hot fires. Uh, anyway, um, so what is going on in family life? So at the moment in our lives, we've got. And all sorts of things. Well, we've Lots got of juggling, isn't there? Well, it's just been a really crazy month. So obviously, off the back of Christmas, which feels like forever ago, it was a great time, but it was full on. And then obviously, we have Louis, who has just turned six. So it's his birthday. It's his birthday. It's his birthday. So it's, it's been. So we've been surrounding ourselves with the right people because we've been surrounding ourselves with family and friends over yes. the last few weeks. We've had so many different parties. So we decided, so Louis at school, he's in year one and kids have parties, right? So in reception, honestly, if your kids haven't started school, just get your diary and just throw it away because every weekend, we yeah, put about. it on a hot fire, not cold one, a hot fire. Um, because every weekend becomes what party you're taking your kid to, which is fine. It's quite fun. But Louis is one of them kids that like, if it's a party in a hall where they've got like an entertainer, he will just like sit like in between us, wouldn't he? Like in our legs, like one of us would take him and just like cling to us until, it's normally until after the food and then he gets a bit of like energy. So he's, he's happy. So we were like, do you know what? We're not going to do a party this year because he's not really going to want it. And we don't want to spend like all that money. So we're just doing... It's a fucking fortune. Yeah, it's if you haven't got kids fortune. yet, it's a fucking fortune. Because you have to invite the whole frigging class. There's like yeah. 28 kids in a class. So we were like, do you know what? We'll just do it where we'll just invite a couple of his friends for a play date at ours. Then we'll also do a tea party with all our friends and family. Then we'll take him out to ZZ's on his actual birthday. We've actually spent ZZ. more money. We've spent more money. He's worth it though, right? It has backfired, hasn't it? Our little plan here. What? Well, the fact that we've ended up spending about 600 quid on separate parties rather than just going down soft playing and going 15 quid ahead for yeah, 28 kids. it has. You also, this, at this age, this is an interesting age. So in reception, everyone gets invited to everything. Yeah. In year one, <gasps> it don't happen. Secret. Secret All of a sudden, parties. people don't get invited. But the other day, he came home, didn't he? And so they'd given out got, the invites. Yeah, in at, front of everyone. In front of everyone, and he didn't get an invite. But he was like, do you know, when you know you're influencing your kid, he was like, no. Mummy, I'll just be grateful for the parties I have been invited to. And I was like, that is so good. But um, he is, he likes school. We're very lucky. He does like school, but he's going through this really annoying, can I call my, I can't call my kid a twat, can I? Can yeah, I call my kid a twat? Yeah, yeah, oh my God, him, yeah, seriously. Like I pick him up and it's like, I don't know. I'm hoping that it's because he's so good at school. Like he's well behaved. He's a bit of a grass, isn't he, Louis? He's like one yes. of them. Like he sits and watches the naughty kid, he finds it funny, but he'd be like, me, sir, like this person's done that. He's that kid. He's that He's kid. He's a proper grass. But he comes out of school and it's almost like he's got all this pent up energy. And then he just goes, he does this laugh like, Meh, and it's so loud, like in my ear. And I'm like, oh my God. And then he runs off with his friend. What does he call you? He calls me old lady. You old ladies, me and this other mum. And they just go running <laughs> off into the field. He's like rolling on the floor, covered in mud. I'm having to like scream at him. And I do not have a nice voice that anyone wants to listen to screaming at a child. And I look at all these other families. I'm like, the kids are just like strolling down the street. And then there's like Louie and his little mate just going, meh, meh, like running around screaming. They sit at a bus stop and they pretend they're going to like Jamaica or somewhere. And then they're like, basically like licking lampposts. I'm like, the dog pisses up there. Like, stop <laughs> licking the lampposts, get in the car. It's like I spend my whole life. That's all I spend my life doing. Do this, do that, get in the car, get dressed, get your socks on, get your water bottle. Like, honestly, it's, well, James say that's just me nagging. That's what I got this morning, wasn't it? Oh, you just nag. It's just like white noise with you. It's just like white noise. You just nag, nag, nag. It is though. Yeah, but it's like... It's because oh. but you've got... But this is the problem with you, right? And oh, the problem. This is the challenge. This is the... 
issue. This is your. <laughs> this is my problem. This is your downside. Is that because you because you get mm. to vo- you're always at like I'm at like volume one oh. or volume fifteen. Like there's there's no in between. It's like I love you, I love you, I love you. Like do what Daddy fucking tells you to do. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're you're a constant seven. So like you're oh, always yeah. just a little no, bit di- dictatorship. So I don't know whether you're telling me to go to bed or have a nice time. I'm not sure because it's always a bit like monotone. Right, but do you know what, right? On that side, right? You go to work quite early. Although, to be fair, you are around a lot more now for the, Maybe for the school like a run. fucking absent dad. But, no, no, an, an, an you are around a lot more. But you do go quite early. And I, I've i always said it. I've always said it. I love my kids. I love them to death. That's a weird thing to say, isn't it? I love them to death. What a weird phrase. That's anyway, weird. really odd. I love my kids I more than anything. It's <laughs> <laughs> just so creepy. I love you to death twice. Oh, twice? Yeah. Oh, that sounds a bit like Phil Mitchell again. <laughs> Did we do Phil Mitchell in this episode? No, that was the one that got canned. Okay. James does really good impressions. We just do Phil Mitchell, just for context. It's not even that good. Why? Leave it. Do you hear my stomach then? <laughs> is, that, is that your belly? Yeah. It stopped eating. Anyway. Judgy. I love my kids, but... I do not have patience for the mundane shit. Like, you get ready for school. We go to school five days a week, yeah? You know you're going to have to brush your teeth and get dressed, put your shoes on and get in the car. Why can't they just do it? Why have I got to ask them like 10 times? See, I don't think we And then you come kids. along. Oh, George. I'm like, George, can you get dressed? And he's like kicking his legs. I'm like trying to get pants on him. In the end, I'm like headlocking him like WWF star, trying to pull up pants on his legs and he's kicking them off. Why are you headlocking him to get his no, legs like, to move? I'm like, trap his arms and then I just try and get you? his legs like in. UFC fighter. And then in the end, I'm like, I give up, I give up. So I go to the toilet and then I hear James going, oh, good boy, that's it. Put your t-shirt on. I'm like, I open the door. Yes, I'm in the toilet. I open the door. I'm like... Are you actually kidding me? It's actually a benefit that that's one time where you don't piss with the door open. I don't do it. You do anyway, it all the time. On. And then he's... Also... Getting, we'll come back to that later. But then, George, <laughs> he's just getting dressed. Happily. Yeah, it just frustrates me. Like, that's I'm why I'm level. at that constant level. Yeah, but that's why. Because he doesn't know. There's there's no... Like I say, we've, we've, when they've done wrong by so Daddy, you, like they know about so it. So what do you do? Oh, George, get dressed. No. I make it fun. Oh, wow. Like, let's get your trousers on. Why is that fun? Go on, let's get your trousers on. That's just annoying. Let me... Come here, let me try and take your top off. <laughs> Let's take your top off. Uh, no. <laughs> it didn't try. work. It didn't work. But it just annoys me. It just annoys me. Oh, well, I can't help it. And I'm also like, you do it more than I do it. Yeah. So I'm just the novelty. I've got a parent foul. Go on. I've got a parent foul. You've got a parent foul. Yeah. Hang on a second. I haven't even got... Come a, on, there's got to be a thing for this. It's got a parent foul. All I've got really that would work for this is, is maybe this. Parent yeah, foul. that do, that do. So basically... So... Louis six, just turned six. And let's just say, more often than not, we have a few issues in his pants, don't we? When he comes home. More often than not. More often than not. More often than not. So let, actually... let's just say like skiddy pants. Skiddy pants? Yeah. Can we talk about skiddy pants? Yeah, why not? You so are. I was like, oh my God, seriously, you're not getting to the toilet every day. And then stupidly realised that it's not that he's not getting to the toilet in time. So he's not wiping his bum properly. So he doesn't wipe his bum, then obviously he goes and sits down. And that's why he gets skids. So I'm like, okay, I can deal with that. So it's not that he's not getting to the toilet. He's getting to the toilet. He's just not maybe wiping very well. Anyway, yesterday I pick him up from school. And we go to get in the car. And we're supposed to be going to the shop. And he says, mummy. I'm like, what? He's like, I had an accident. I was like, oh, okay, what, like a proper accident or just skids in the pants? That's the conversation we literally have. No, like a proper accident. What happened, Louis? He's like, well, 
I went to the toilet and then I had a wee. And when I come back and then thought, I need a poo. But I thought, well, I can't ask to go to the toilet again. So I've just been. So they're not going to let me go. And I thought, oh, bless him. So he's literally just shit himself because he thought, well, I can't ask to go to the toilet again. So I say... So I said oh, to him, I know. So I'm getting him in the car and I'm like, oh my God, the smell. I was like, no, no, just stand there. So I get a carry bag from the boot and I put it on the car seat because I think I do not want my car seat stinking of like poo. So he sits on and I'm like... I'm getting a running commentary of this via WhatsApp, by the way. I don't I'm, need it because I'm, I'm making meetings I'm going, lose that a shit. I'm giving him a snack and I'm like, you did wash your hands, didn't you? And he's like, yeah. I was like, okay, okay. So he has his snack and then I go, look, Louis. In future, if that happens, you're just going to have to say to the teacher, like, I need to go to the toilet again. And he was like, but what if they say no? I said, well, I don't think they will say no. He said, but what if they do? We're at that age. What if? What if? What if they do? Well, then just say to your teacher, I actually, like, I really need a poo. And he said, what if they say no? And I said, shit on the floor. I said, poo on the floor, actually. I said, poo on the floor. And he was like, what? I went, yeah, just poo on the floor. And then I was like, I'm actually joking. Like, Louis, do not <laughs> poo on the floor. I don't so think they get sarcasm. Like, I know. Well, he does a little oh, bit, but does, now yeah. I'm like really paranoid that he'd just like pull his pants down and just poo on the Could you imagine if he just oh, poos on the floor? I hope he shits on the floor. Oh, that don't. Would be so what a parent foul. But you know when you say it, like, well, then just tell your teacher you're going to poo on the floor. And I was like. So you've had a bad parent foul this week. Yeah. I also had a parent foul. Oh, hang on. Let me, um, I'm going to parent foul myself here. Oh, I feel I need, like need we my, need like. I need my jingles quicker. Yeah, we need like a. Um, well, all I got. So my parent fell. No, it's a different jingle. No. Uh, my parent fell, um, which I stand by, but also don't stand by. Yeah. The context of the standing by will make sense in a minute. Yeah. So my whole thing, uh, I got this from my dad back in the day, and maybe this was like eighties parenting that I've sort of um, sort of absorbed and I'm repurposing. Yeah. My dad said, "You never start a fight, but you always finish it." Right. I was like, oh, tough guy. Mm. Tough guy being an accountant from Buckinghamshire. Oh, Chill yeah. out, Michael. <laughs> um, so, but that was, was the rule. Like, yeah. You're not allowed to hit first, but if someone hits you, shit advice, by the way, because if it's going to kick off, like definitely hit first. But no, anyway. No, no. I'm, this is not what I'm telling him. So I said to him, you never start a fight, but you always finish it. And if somebody hits you, you aren't having this conversation. I'm having because yeah, there's like kids oh. in the playground. And you go, no, no, but like not in like a. Uh, like, yeah, like. No, yeah. no, no, no. Yeah, not, no, not like, no. Like, don't start it, but yeah. <laughs> By the way, guys, Hayley's really good at impressions as <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah, you finish it, yeah. That's horrible. <laughs> no, but I said to him, I said to him, if someone ever hits you, yeah. you never hit first, yeah. but if someone hits you, you hit them back twice as hard. Good advice. I stand by that. I don't know what the parenting of 2023 will say, but I don't give a shit. If a kid comes up to you and hits you, fucking hit them back. Twice as hard. Teach him a lesson. It will end it. Is this going to end up this getting is, our first podcast car? Maybe. I'm going to be, I'm going to get, yeah, cancelled. But anyway, so that I think is good advice. Because he's a bit, he's very empathetic, isn't he? He's very soft. He's yeah. very kind. He's very loving. But sometimes I just think you, know, you just got to stand your ground a little bit. I think, so I, I agree with standing your ground, but I'd go more down the route of like, I suppose if someone hit you though, that's difficult. Of like, ow, that actually hurt. Like, I don't like you. Don't do that. But that's not really you can't really say that at the same time. So I'm just twatting around the face, though, can you? It's just easier. Anyway, so the advice has been given: if someone hits you, hit them back twice as hard. What I had not accounted for was the fact that his little brother was yes. going to hit him. Yeah. So then Louis every day has twatted George back, and, <gasps> and then when he you goes, go to tell well, him off, yeah. you're like, do not hit your brother. But he hit me first, so I just hit him back twice as hard. He's like, so you're right, doesn't it, Daddy? That's what he says. So it's right. And I can't even argue it. It's difficult though, because George has, like Louis's so good to George and he's never hurt him. And George, honestly, like since he's been born, has 
has hit Louis so many times, Bullies hasn't he? Bullies in the china shop. He doesn't hit all the time. Mm. And he's not he's not a biter. Yeah. Because you hear lots of kids like biting each other. It's a, it's a difficult one with that though. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how I feel. I know what you're saying. I, I, I feel there's there's different ways to handle right every situation. There's rights and wrongs on both sides, isn't there? But... There you go. But yeah, it has it's, it's quite a fun time. And and then little Gigi, little Gigi, he's just moved into preschool. He's getting big boy now. And he's Why not... Why talk about it like that? Because he's, he's not here to hear it. No, it's not. Big it's, boy I mean, I'm now. doing that thing I hate when people talk about their children in a baby voice. I hate that, don't I? I hate it when people do that. But no, um, his nursery, again, that whole like surrounding yourself with the right people. Oh, it's like just handing him over to family, isn't yeah. it? Like he loves it. In fact, when I pick him up, it's really awkward because sometimes they just be like, he won't even give me a hug. He's like, yeah, hey, hey, shoe again, up, is girl? it? What's All right. up, girl? And he just like walks past me. I'm like, I'm trying to, I'm that mum, like trying to have a conversation. And he's like running off like, oh, yeah, yeah. Did you later. have a nice day? He's like, fuck off. Yeah. I got some locks. He's like, go away, mother. Where's my dinner? But again, power of surrounding yourself with the right people because this is the thing, right? If you've got the right people in your family, you've got the yeah. right people in your business, you've got the right people around you to make yeah. your world operate. Because yeah. you couldn't fully like you know you you mentioned earlier you drop them off at h- half nine by the time you get back and you're at a desk it's 10 o'clock yeah you have to leave again at half two three o'clock so you're actually getting like a half day at best yeah but if you're in the back of your mind didn't know that your child was so content yeah. and happy where they yeah, are yeah. that would play on your mind as well whereas yeah, at least you yeah. can hand them over also like have them our, um, shit all day. my mum and dad their nan and granddad are just like epic aren't they like louis birthday we got him like two things and then we get up and it's just like all these presents because nanny and granddad have gone nanny and granddad got about 15 gifts but they're so good on them they like help us out a lot as well like as we're getting sort of a bit like busier in our business as well often there'll be i don't know like events or days where we need to meet with clients and it can just overlap sometimes. So Nanny and Granddad, bless them, are like, yeah, they'll help what with do the people do? picking up the kids, etc. So I don't have like a side of the family that yeah. I have anything to do with anymore. Yeah. Oh. I'm not going to that debate. <laughs> Again, so surround yourself with the right people and get rid of the ones that are the wrong people. Hello, shout out to them lot. Um, don't mind they will never listen. Um, we're, we're out of each other's lives. But what do people do without Nanny and Granddad? I don't know. Because you hear it so often, don't you? Like you see them at the gate, though. You yeah, see yeah. Like, after school, like robot robotics Lego club, whatever thing is that I go and pick them up from. Half the people are, yeah, yeah. are mums and dads, yeah. And I reckon there's a quarter, twenty five percent. I reckon are probably nans and granddads. Yeah, because you've got to think, right? If Did you're... we have that back in the day? And my nan picked me up no, from school like not. once. No, yeah, I didn't. I think I think we're living in a different world now. Like everyone works a lot more. Like I hate to sound that stereotyping, but like back like my mum she gave up work so she looked after us so she was always there to pick us up gave up makes it sound like it was something that she didn't want to do knowing no, your mum she was quite I happy quite to happy not work too. should we say she was very happy my mum my took early retirement like 20 years before you're actually due to retire legend hats off to her um, yeah but you think if you're working say you've got to go and work in an office or even general hours of like a nine to five standard hours I don't know how people do it because school finishes at half three yeah. Even if you do an after school club, you might get it till half four, five potentially. It's just like it's just logistics, isn't yeah. it? Logistical nightmare. It is a nightmare, but it's all very worth doing. Um, talking about brilliant businesses, we talked about nursery, how brilliant oh, they are. I think yes. it's time for our next section: the small business shout out. Oh, I like it. Welcome to the small business shout out here on Business Marriage. So we have not got any sponsors of our podcast because we choose to. We choose not to have them. 
Take your money and put it somewhere else. I'm not going to lie. If someone comes knocking on our door and says, we want to pay you a million pounds so we can uh, advertise on your podcast, I'd probably say yes. Yeah, so would I, to be fair. I mean, we're doing this for fun, right? But, you know. No, I'm doing this for world domination. Okay. Anyway, as opposed to what a lot of podcasts do, which is to, you know have big brands and businesses and they'll be trying to flog you a mattress or some therapy or some accountancy software or whatever it may be, um, we are going to be doing small business shout-outs. Yeah. These are people that we... Um, Use their services. We yeah. love their service. We just think they're brilliant. They yeah. haven't paid us to be. No, a, haven't a paid us. We're just going to do it. Maybe we'll get something free out of them. And maybe. And also, <laughs> we don't chucking it out there to you guys. If you've got a small business or a business, any business, um, and you want to shout out, then you're going to have to email us. We're going to share our email address so you can do that. And we link, just want to hear about you. Link to the email address in the show notes. Yeah. And that is because we don't have an email address no, yet. No, forgot to set that up. <laughs> but basically, we want to shout out for small businesses, micro businesses, any business. Any business. Yes. It feels like... Yeah, we're going to show you up. Brilliant. So you can brilliant. tell us about your business. You <gasps> can send us some stuff. Week. Maybe we'll have, some stuff. Maybe we have some, like, a great service and we'll tell people about Love it. Love it, yeah. So I had it last week when yeah. I went to the O2. I was early. Amazing. And I went to that um, bar. Okay, we've got to say it if you're going to shout them I out. I can't remember what their name was. Wow, Shit, great shout, shout out. That was, was, was going to be the shout out though, was it? Let's do the shout out. If you want a shout out where we can't remember your business and then we don't actually shout out about you, then email in. No, but the actual business we're going to shout out about is the brand new coffee shop around where cup. we live. I'm going to get the cup. Get the cup. Oh my God, I can't, can't get out. Get the cup. I'll play the jingle again. Small business shout out. It's we Mir- won't say where we Mirabelle. live completely, but yeah. So Mirabelle is Mirabelle. a brand new... Um, Coffee, coffee shop, coffee shop in um, Chislehurst. Yeah, it's run by two really, really lovely people. They used to be, they used to work at Google. She was the front of house, and he was the chef at Google's internal cafe, canteen, restaurant thingamajiggy. Um, I got chatting to him the other day. I was like, "Oh, you're a new business. How, how's it all going?" Just got chatting to him. I'm a little bit nosy. James did it that awkward out. thing of like just questioning them about their business and giving them a whole marketing life plan. Which, to be fair, that no one asked for. <laughs> <laughs> Although, although annoyingly, we went in there today and they were like, oh my gosh, you, you had the idea of putting the signage that said last coffee shop before the duck pond. Yeah, last stop before the duck and pond. And they've only gone and got a sign made, haven't they? It was going on a big pillar, so that was kind of cool. But anyway, I went in there, I was chatting to them and they're just really nice people. I said, how are you getting on? I said, what are you doing? Because they don't live in the area. Yeah. I said, you've oh. got these three schools nearby. Did you know about that? That'd be really good. This was you really We're not going to say it on this podcast, but you couldn't even remember your son's name, your son's school name, I could you? I can't remember. I said, my kid goes to... Because um, he was like, oh, oh, did, oh, did your husband come in? Did he have a cap on? I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He couldn't remember your son's score. I was like, <laughs> yeah, that sounds like <laughs> That James. actually happened. Anyway, they're called Mirabelle. Mirabelle. Mirabellefood.co.uk. And I don't even drink coffee, but I've been there twice. And now I feel like I'm actually getting a coffee addiction. I don't know if that's a good thing. I'm like, I drop the kids off and it's like... Great shout out. You, 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 you're saying no, that no, they're sorry. I love subject coffee. to your addiction. No, I'm saying because <laughs> their coffee's so nice. It is lovely. And then I went there. And not only that, they make everything in-house. So they make fresh. all their own pastries fresh. They make their own like croissants. Cookies, and now do like sandwiches tarts, and jams. soups. So I was like, oh, I've got anything gluten-free. And they had a, a flapjack. Now, sometimes if you go to a coffee shop, a flapjack, you're like, mm, oh my goodness. It was the most amazing, buttery, oh, flapjack. It was so good. But now I'm almost having to be careful so I can see that quite easily becoming a bit of a like, But like this morning was nice. We had dropped the kids off together. We're like, let's go and get a coffee. And it was nice. We connected, didn't we, babe? It was so lovely. We like, do you sell a coffee together? You moaned that I talk too much about coffee. What was it? It just... It just annoys me. It just annoys me that you just like the way you talk about it so much. 
Because I'm like, I love what? coffee. Like, it's, I, I like strong coffee, but milky. And oh, you were yeah, like, oh, this is just such so a annoying. shit analogy. So annoying. Anyway. I don't like coffee that's too strong because it gives me a headache, but I don't like it milky. Anyway, if you're ever in so, the area, uh, in Chislehurst, on Belmont Parade. Not even Chislehurst. There, if you are anywhere within a 10 mile yeah. radius of Chislehurst. Go check them out. Mirabellefood.co.uk. And this is our sh- small, small, small business shout out. So like I say, if anyone's got a small business, you want to shout out, tell us about yourselves, send us some free shit. That'd be great. Yeah. And maybe you are someone who owns a location. You'd like us to test your shit. We can also do that. Test your shit. Test your shit. That's good. Anyway, right. anyway small anyway. business shout out. Dumb. We are moving on now final to the part. final part of today's oh. show. The final part of today's show. And because it is Valentine's Day oh, when I we put you. this out, um, oh. we thought we'd do something that is the counter position to the standard Valentine's stuff. You know, the, 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 the whole thing. The lovey-dovey. The co- cards and stuff. Ooh. Maybe you're single. You're like, oh, shut up, all you lovey-dovey I don't people. think we even buy a card for each other. Not that I'm saying me and James are anything to go by because we've got so lazy when it comes to things like Christmases. <laughs> and I think, again, part of being like entrepreneurs, when you're just like trying to make money and all that, like buying each other shit at Christmas just has not been a priority. So Yeah, but it should be, shouldn't it? It should be. Maybe that's and what I think it should about. be. But we've sort of spilled into like... Can't be bothered. We've got into full comfort zone, haven't we? Full comfort zone. Full comfort zone. Full that is why I will have a shave and not pick it up anything off why, the floor. Why are you going there? Well, that's and what we're about to do. you still wear your maternity pants. That's oh, what is we're that about what, to oh, do. Oh, I didn't realise that was the stuff that you... <laughs> You. Oh, my God. Anyway, this is time for, uh, instead of it being all lovey-dovey, we're going to play a game. Or not a game. It's a section called 10 Things I Hate About You. Oh, that's the wrong jingle. And before anybody from uh, PRS or PPL gets in touch, that was underneath the legal allowed limit. So shove it up your butt. Excellent. So when we were brainstorming the idea for this podcast can't say brainstorm anymore it's um, um mind mapping mind mapping that's fine um can i just put a disclaimer that anything we say <laughs> that is wrong or offensive we apologize we do not mean to cause Didn't any mean harm it, unless i did mean it and any businesses we shout out it's just because we want to shout them out there's no affiliation yeah, no affiliation if you Past, go present, and or future. you don't like the coffee then that's on you tough shit um so this section, when we decided Shit we were going to... for a business ever. You've no, said no, that they've I given me a coffee, coffee addiction. And I love their oat, their oat bar. <laughs> I um, think they're good people. So when, when we were brainstorming ideas for... Said it po- again! Can't say brainstorm. I'm on mind mapping. <laughs> <laughs> when we were mind mapping ideas for this podcast, we obviously being entertainers ourselves, although I don't think we're as funny as we think we are. We were entertainers. We're we no, but we like entertainment. We like like the podcasts we listen to, we find them funny. We wanted to have like every so often like chuck in a few different segments of ideas. So one of the things that came up would be like, I mean, I think this will come up a lot, like just things that just annoy us about each other. Like, you know, and things like could just be, or like not just each other, but just things in life. Like the other day, like this one, this Agme. Is when, this on your list? It's not on the list. But so it's you're just, getting a bonus one. It's a bonus one. And you're going you're gonna to relate to this. You know when you go to the dishwasher and it's finished mm-hmm. and then you get it out and you realise something's happened. And so it's cleaned it, but also made it more dirty. And it's like now oh, all of the dirt on, on it is now baked on crisp. Yeah. And you think, okay, it's just one plate. And then as you start going through, it's not just one plate. It's like five plates. And then it's about 10 fucking cups right here we go and this might be so annoying this might be divisive the reason that happened 
Because you can't <laughs> no, load the fucking dishwasher. I did load you it properly. You don't load the dishwasher properly. No, I tell you what it was, James, because you don't believe that it needs salt and rinse aid. No, it doesn't. It does. Of course it no, does. No, but you ne- when have you ever put it in? I haven't because it always gets ever. done by you. Yes, because you just, you play this game like it's not that. <laughs> it's not that. I'm like, it clearly is that. All I'm saying is I you, put the that reason in why and it was fine. You because you overstack it, you put stuff in the wrong I don't places. It. I don't, you do. I don't, you I don't. It. Anyway, so this, Stop so we've this. been making notes. Not do this here. We've been making notes of things that just like annoy us, and it's been actually that in itself has become annoying because I'll do something, and then James <laughs> just be like, oh, oh, I've got to write that down. I'm like, write what down? You'll find out. <laughs> so ten things I hate about you. So in do you cele- the again? In celebration. In Go celebration on. of our love and Valentine's Day, we've spun it on its, on its head and we're saying 10 things I hate about you. So we're going to do five things each. Go. Can so we this justify is it? Can we justify it? Of course. It? Okay. Do you want to go first? No. Can I have my half the list though? We're going to rip it up. Yeah. What you can't even remember. It's quite difficult actually thinking of things for me, isn't okay. it, James? Not thinking really. Thinking of things. Oh, okay. fuck. no, it's not. Right, Here we go. go. On. You go number one. I'm going to justify it. James's musical taste. What's so, wrong with it? Because like... So we have a lot of songs that we like, yeah. but then there's those songs, and I'm going to go that kind of like a bit of a soul beat that just doesn't go anywhere. Anything by Earth, Wind and Fire. And it she just hates. goes on and on and on and on and on. And then he, j- I'm just like, no, like, there will be a song on the radio and he'll be like, oh, I love this song. And I'm like, I hate it. I hate it. Yeah, hate it. Something happened a lot. Yeah, like that. Away. And that. Can I, can I, with a, with a sub, so not, not only is it his musical taste, it's the way he then sings in such a high-pitched voice on top of it. It's so annoying. He harmonises everything. It's out of your range. Go on then, you can do one. But you like music I don't like. I just don't bang on about it. Like, oh, Blondie or what was that other one? Blondie, who, who legend. Did? Yeah, Alanis Morissette. Oh, God. No, no, that's, no, you're picking all the good ones. But the... Um, Rock set. Oh, rock set and the, like the Amazing. mediocre like ballady bangles. rock shit. Oh, bangles. What's the bangles a load of were epic. They're a crap. Man. Epic. Anyway, uh, number one thing that I hate about you. When you ask a question from the other room, Haley has this ability. Yeah. I don't know if any other girl, guys or girls out there can relate to this, but the partner's been in the room for however long. <laughs> they walk out of the fucking room, and as soon as they've walked out the door, it's like, so what? Oh. Sorry, I can't hear because you were just in a fucking room with me. And now you've walked off. But then just follow me. But no, but this is the thing. It's always something <laughs> it's that you want. The room. This is something yeah. that you want. Yeah. So but I end up walking from wherever I am yeah, to find amazing. out what you want exactly. in the other room. In my plan. Yeah. Pissing me Come off. Come find me. Number two. Come find me. Okay. So we're not going to go into hair too much because <laughs> if I'm honest, I think I shaved my leg today for the first time in however long. But sometimes James has a little trim. To the point where sometimes if our kids rub up against Haley's leg, they're like, oh, that's sharp, mummy. Yeah, like, ouch. <laughs> but I've just got bristly hair. Anyway, I don't think that's a thing. Sometimes, we need to wrap this up, come on. Sometimes when James is having a tidy up. Yeah. Cleanse. Shave, groom, groom, grooming. grooming session. The grooming session happens session. in our bathroom. Yep. And there's a lot of hair. There's yep. a lot of hair that just gets shaved away. And Shaving that's the hair, fine. the balls, That's fine, I'm all for grooming. chest. I'm all for grooming, but what happens is he gets the dustpan and brush from the kitchen. Very responsible, he He then puts all of the hair, which I'm getting like pubic, all sorts of hair in this and then just leaves it there. And I have actually got to the point where I'm like, I'm not taking that down. I'm fucking not taking but that I down. I know you don't take it down. So no, now but I you don't know that. You don't know that. And I'm sure the most <laughs> we've ever done is like seven days. Oh, yeah. To the point where we'd be down to like, where's the dustpan and brush? Oh, it's upstairs. 
Well, go and fucking get it then. And while you're getting it, get rid of your pubic hair. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Move on. That's a great clip. Um, uh, my point number two. Nighttime deafness. You know when they say, oh, mother's just got a sense, or mother just knows. <laughs> Fucking this mother doesn't know. Yeah, but she does. Um, our kids yeah. will wake up at all hours of the night, crying, whatever mm, they need. Mm, mm. And Haley has nighttime deafness. Yep. I swear to God, that motherfucker knows, but does not budge because she knows that I will hear no. it because I'm a lighter sleeper and I will jump to their aid. Look. So the other night, George, for whatever he's gone in his big boy bed recently. Gone in your big boy bed. Big boy bed. Um, so he's a bit out of sorts. So the other night he just started crying for no reason in the night, but it didn't stop. So I was like, well, I'll jump out of bed because he's next to his brother's room. I don't want him to wake him up either. Yeah. Run to his bedroom. And I just laid down next to him for a minute and just comforted him. And then I fell asleep on the floor. It's the second time I've done it in the last two weeks. And then I get so up, violent. sneak back into the bedroom. And then in the morning, I'm like, oh, I'm really tired this morning. Because I get up at five o'clock to go to work anyway. And I've been up at one o'clock because of him. And you're like, oh, I didn't hear that. I didn't. I didn't. And I admit, Mother's intuition I is admit bullshit. in the early days, you hear a thing. You are, you are just on the ball with every You noise. didn't then, though. No, I did. I did. You just and then you get to. to a point where you do just ignore it and you hope that the other person does. But now, I don't know what it is, but lately I'm in such a deep sleep. I generally didn't, re- I, I generally didn't hear it. Fine. And I, you, you, you go on about this, oh, I have to get up early for work. Like if someone said to me, do you want to get up with your children, battle them with breakfast, getting them dressed, getting them to school or go to your office and have the freedom to do whatever you want to do for that whole morning. I know what I'd do. Yeah, but also if that was the choice given, then everyone else in our house would be awake when you go. Yeah. Because when you leave... If it's not on the list, we're not moving on. Okay, fine. Is it on the list? No. No. Well, well sort of. Well, it sort of leads on to it, the next thing. Is anyway, it? Go on, your, your next one. Okay. So I need, I might have to get people to write in and confirm whether this is right or not. But for some reason, when everyone's in bed and the house has gone really quiet, James decides it's going to go and have a pee in the toilet. And yep. for some reason, he just aims straight into the water. So it's so noisy. And literally the whole house. Got things in loud, loud pissing. pissing on I can literally hear it. I could be upstairs and I'd be like, oh my God. Seriously, why do you have to go for a wee that loud? Now, I thought that you're supposed to like pee on the back, like not the back of the toilet, but like in the <laughs> in the <laughs> toilet <laughs> basin. Is that what you call it? In Can't the basin. See. In the basin. The like, bowl. In the in the bowl. So like it hits the back. It's so sort of like, but then I don't know. Straight like back. you just go straight into the water. Yeah, so, because I, I again, I'm, right. I'm a very considerate person. So when I get up at night... Do I turn the lights on? No, because I can see enough from the streetlight outside. And if I'm hitting the water, babe, then I know I'm in the right place. You're just, Whereas you... You're so beautiful. You just don't need to do anything in the morning, do you? Just grab your stuff. But in all fairness... What are you talking about? Well, like, you, you're about to have a go. Like, if I'm going for a meeting and I get up early, I wake up the whole house and I put the light on yeah. and I get ready. Yeah. Because I need to get ready. Like, with you, you're going to go in, you're going to go to your gym, so you're just going to go in any Not old all club. the time. Oh, Not all the time. Okay, Quite often I'll get up and okay, I'll get dressed. yeah, yeah. yeah. If you the thing so. I don't understand is how can somebody not work out that you go into the bathroom, you shut the bathroom door, then you turn the little <laughs> light on above the mirror and then you don't have to wake up the other person. Whereas you just, what you do, you just turn the fucking floodlights on, swing the door open, normally go for a lady piss with the door open oh, and no clothes do on. That. You do do oh, that. Anyway, point number three. I think we're going to wrap these up. We're not going to get to 10. 
because they've dragged on so long. Okay. Uh, third and final one for me then. It goes back to you, you and your work. Overnight stays for Haley's meetings. So if Haley has to go for a meeting that is more than a forty-five minute drive, oh god, she has to do an overnight stay. So like last week, like Friday, I got up at five o'clock in the morning. I got dressed quietly so nobody heard me go. By the way, I got ready, got dressed, I didn't wake anybody up. Got in the car, drove to Birmingham for a meeting. Was there for six hours. Drove back from a meeting. And I got home at about eight o'clock at night. That is what normal people do. If if Hayley, Hayley once went to Northampton, which is 90 miles away, and that motherfucker had to leave like the day before in the <laughs> afternoon. So her meeting's at nine o'clock, but she's gone like uh, 17 hours before yeah. and stays overnight. Parking's an issue. And sometimes, sometimes she'll even then, if she's at an event, she'll have another overnight yeah. stay and not then drive back love until it. the morning. Just love the freedom. Just love the freedom. Overnight stays. Okay, I've got one more. The most I, I do, like Manchester and back in the day. Other than that, oh. if I had to go further than Manchester, I'd be but like, that's James, too far. you've lived your life just like back in the day, oh driving around at night. You know, that was just what you did. Profession of driving people around. Are you going do, there? To do normal things. Are you going there? Are you going there? We're not going there. Wow. I'm just saying I don't like that kind of driving at night and stuff. So I'll just stay over. Fine. And then I get a night away Fine. from you. And the last one. I don't you know won't what... do your last one. No, I've only done three. You've done four. I've done three. One, two, three. Oh, I'm doing one go more. On, go on, do one more. You I don't do know which one, one to do. Go on then. That one or that one? Oh, whatever. Either of them. But people do aren't going to get that. Scratch. Okay, will, you're not going to get it. You have to I call it, it the bear back scratch. So I'll be sat in my office and then James will come in, like he's come I home from work, and they come in and they were like, hey, and we're starting a conversation. <laughs> like all of a sudden he's got an itchy back and rather than just getting his arm and just reaching back and just itching it like I'm doing if you see me on the camera he will I can't even show you I can't even demonstrate I'll find an edge he will like find an edge of the wall I can't stand up can I no and they start like like rubbing his back like oh Oh, like watching a bear, you know, like when a bear in the woods is like rubbing his back, and it just, it just really annoys me. Why does it annoy you so much? Because I'm talking to you, and then all of a sudden you're like going, uh, uh, like making these like grunting noises. Because I have bad, because I'm, because oh. I train a lot. You get oh. a lot of like, get a lot of what's called oh, dobs, delayed of onset muscular strain. Here we go. Can so, Daniel Craig over here? I wouldn't have to do it if if I had someone who could give me a back massage. But you've got the most what? pathetic thumbs ever. Honestly, it might as well be someone who's like trying to jab you with two little matchsticks. Pathetic thumbs. I just get a lot of snapping. cramp. Just pretending like, oh, give me a these hands. Up. These are gold, design gold. Oh, can't shut be, up! Can't be wasting oh, these fingers God. on massaging oh, your to this. fat back. <laughs> Well, we hope you've enjoyed Business Marriage Podcast. Don't forget to email us. Take the link in the show notes and you can email us. Get involved. If you'd like us to solve one of your partner debates, we can do that. If you'd like to back up any of our points, does your partner ask you a question from the other room? Have they got nighttime deafness? Do they have to have an overnight stay? It's completely unnecessary. Are they uh, hating each other's musical choices? Do they leave pubic hair all over the bathroom with loud pissing? Or do they do a bare back scratch? If there's anything like that and you want to back us up, uh, either party, that would be fantastic. If you're a small business, you'd like a small business, shout out. Get in touch with us again. Click the link in the show notes. We're going to be back again next week for another episode. Talk about business and marriage and all things combined hopefully having a bit of a laugh along the way being your <laughs> journey of uh, understanding you're not alone in this parenting business marriage life you're journey don't spoil it bye everyone this show is a phonic media production